1: Welcome back. The guy on that side is Mo. The guy on this side is Scott Branson. We are here hosting Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast where we talk nothing but Raiders football, Las Vegas Raiders football, Oakland Raiders, Los Angeles Raiders, whatever your taste of Raiderdom is, we're here to talk about it. Uh, please do me a favor to follow us on Twitter for the show SNB Today. Also on Instagram, Silver Black, the number two day, Mo Moten is an nfl senior writer at bleacher report as well as the lead columnist over at sportsnot.com writing about the raiders you can follow him at mo moton m-o-e-m-o-t-o-n and i am at lv gully g-u-l-l-y so we got all the social stuff out of there we're done with the plugs we're back in the football oh one more plug mo i forgot subscribe make sure you subscribe to the podcast get your grandma to subscribe it doesn't matter just happens even if they don't listen to it that often believe me, if they listen to it, they're going to fall in love with Mo. They're going to think it's their grandchild. They're going to love them. Make sure you do it. Uh, You could do that on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, wherever you get your stuff. I'm a big fan of the Odyssey app, actually. Our company has a great app where you can get all the radio stations around the country as well as podcasts. You can do it there as well. Just subscribe. Do us a favor. Also drop us a five star review. I know if Mo's not on the show, it's only a four star, but that's OK. We have them here. So it's a five star. So do that for us. We appreciate it. All right. On to safeties. Mo, this is a topic um, that, that we're going to talk about. And of course, not as deep, but I want to talk about what we did in the last block, a little bit about Patrick Graham and his scheme. When you look at the safeties and they have uh, that that the Raiders have, including Jonathan Abram, who who obviously is in a make or break year, didn't get his fifth year option. Um, that scheme and what he's doing there for this safety group for somebody like Jonathan Abram, who was moved to box safety last year, which is more of his natural position. What does that mean for these guys competing as they go into camp?
0: There could be a look at who, who performs best in a too high safety looking. what I mean by that is two safeties up high, deep, deep in coverage. Because when you got a Patrick Mahomes in the division, uh, that worked against him last year. A lot of teams played too high, forced him to go underneath, forced him to be patient with short passes downfield, make him drive 75 yards, 70 yards down for the touchdown. If you, if you can get a, a good safety duo on the back end, who can cover? And that hasn't been Jonathan Abrams' strong suit. Then you have a chance to beat some of the, the better quarterbacks in the league. Three of them happen to be in the AFC West with the Raiders. So they have to learn <laughs> how, to, how to play in different looks, not just have a safety down the box and a safety up high, but two safeties who can uh, stop the big play.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And then um, it, it, it's it's interesting with Jonathan Abram. So let's just jump into it, because I think that's where people start, because to me, we also if we're going to talk about Jonathan Abram, we'll get into that. But also the Raiders brought Duran Harmon in to compete with him, which I think was a good move for many reasons, including if 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 Abram can't answer the bell, so to speak. But you look at Abram struggled on the field. He struggled to stay healthy. Uh, missing all but one game his rookie campaign. As we remember, if he wants to be a Raider, he's going to have to have a a breakout season in 2022. Uh, What are his biggest obstacles outside of the health for him to really stick and get another contract from the Raiders uh, or, or, and how confident are you that he will do that?
0: Not very confident that Abram will be back with the Raiders next season uh abram if you're listening i'm sorry you're probably gonna block me on Twitter for this but uh, i i i just don't see it because today's safeties abram is kind of an old school throwback safety where he's gonna set the tone he's gonna hit he's gonna bring the lumber as they so to speak as, as they would say but that type of safety just isn't as valuable in today's league as it was maybe 30 40 years ago maybe 20 years ago uh now your safeties have to be able to cover because offenses are spreading defenses out they're throwing the tight ends they're throwing the running backs so your guys all have to be able to be comfortable playing in space. Now, I'm not saying Abram is terrible in coverage, but once you get beyond eight yards and get downfield, we saw that last year, gets in trouble, can't find the football, and he can get mossed out there. So he's going to have to definitely improve there. But if Graham can find a way to use his athleticism, his physicality uh, in the box, supporting the run, and he's, he's you know the best at that or one of the best at that, then he has a shot. But again, he's going to have to improve. In space as a cover defender.
1: And, and it's interesting, Mo. When when we and our good friend Kelly kreiner shout out to Kelly. Um, when when we were on the air for that draft, we did a draft show, and we were live on the air when they took Jonathan Abram, and we both had the same reaction. Same reaction was like, That's yeah, good player, but he's kind of old school. The rules in the NFL, it's not gonna fit pretty well. And sure enough, and I'm not just piling on the John Gruden drafts here, which is easy to do in many ways, but uh, that was always something that was going to be a challenge for him. And it seems like at times last year, he really made a concerted effort to overcome that and to play smarter and to back off a little bit. Uh, but you are who you are, as they say. And I think it's going to be difficult for him uh, to to pull back from that and, and become the player he'd need to be to stick with the Raiders. So I agree with you. What about Daron Harmon, though, there? coming in as a guy who's going to not only compete with him but in some ways I think could just surplant him and and be the guy who who uh that Patrick Graham defense looks to.
0: Yeah, I actually think there's there's a possibility. I mean the Raiders may go with three safeties. If let's say if Nay Hobbs has mm. to move outside for whatever reason, the Raiders can go with a big nickel, which means an extra safety on the field. And they can have right. Abram, Merrick, and Harmon all on the field at the same time. Of course there are dime packages where there's six defensive backs on the field. So Harmon is going to see some snaps. It's just how much. And will he supplant, as you just mentioned, will he supplant Abram? And I, I think they give Abram a chance initially. But if in certain situations, like I said, when you have to play too high, they may lean on Harmon more than Abram just because, you know, Harmon has the proven track record. I know he isn't what he is maybe years ago. Uh, he's toward the end of his career right now. But he has the starting experience has the ball skills in, in certain situations and stretches, not great, but probably better than Abram, which isn't saying a lot, but if you can just get an upgrade and that look and that too high safety look, then you'll take it. But I think Harmon's going to play a role. Just uh, how many snaps are going to play. I, w- I would give it maybe 40, 50% of the defensive snaps this year.
1: Yeah. And, and, and it, it's going to be fascinating to watch the competitions in camp. I'm, I'm excited about them because I think with this new coaching staff and that attitude they have and, and, Uh, bringing in it so to speak it's going to be fun to watch these guys one guy that i got excited about last year i know everybody did and that was last year's second round draft pick 43rd overall and that was trayvon morig one of the best safeties in the nfl last season mo i'm looking at his numbers here a thousand snaps on defense for the raiders uh, 55 tackles and six pass deflection how good can trayvon morig be
0: I think he could be by the end of the season. I actually think he could be a a top five safety. I know that sounds, Hmm. you know, a little off the wall right now because he's I agree, one year, but his his first year was pretty impressive. I know he had a couple of interceptions slipped through his fingertips, but if he holds on to those this year, I think he takes a big leap. Uh, Versatile, play up high, play down low in the box, can can support the uh, the run, has to cut down the missed tackles, but I think he can uh, just with having experience on the pro level. He's the guy I look at that I think is going to take the biggest second-year leap. I know a lot of people are saying Nate Hobbs is in that running too, but I think Merrick, is a, as a guy who could take the football away, he's going to take a big leap in 2022.
1: How about some of these other guys? You look at Contrero, Contrero, uh, i gotta, I got to get it straight, Cole, Ty Gillespie, and then uh, Isaiah Polamoa from USC. Any of those guys have flashes that you think, hey, they could actually get out there and compete and try to make this roster?
0: I don't think either of the undrafted rookies make the roster only because, again, I think I think they're going to use Amik Robinson as a hybrid cornerback safety. Uh, you know, I can get into yeah. that another time. But uh, the guy I would look at is Gillespie. What, you know, they draft him in the fourth fall- mm. round under the Gruden regime. Will he get a chance to finally show what he's got? Because we haven't seen much of him. Uh, I, I, he didn't even play 50 sna- defensive snaps last year. So what does he bring to the table? What type of player is he? I think we're going to find out at camp. He could surprise some people because we haven't seen him, so we don't know what he is. But, I mean, he could play He at Missouri, play up high, play in the box. If he can play both safety spots, be versatile. I, I think he has a ch- shot to, to have a role, a decent role. And, again, play maybe 60% of the snaps if he steals some reps away from Jonathan Abram, who I think is on shaky ground right now.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. It's interesting group. Uh, and, again, it, it, not as – I think uh, high profile is when we look at the cornerbacks. But again, like you said, if they're playing three high safety, there's going to be a lot of changes here with this defense. And so they're going to need depth. They're going to need guys who can play in that system and make sure that uh, uh, they get tight. And that AFC West, man, let me tell you, it's just going to be a gauntlet uh, with the quarterbacks in the division and the entire conference and even some of their games uh, from the NFC side is going to be tough. So it's good. Mo, that's going to do it for defensive backs. We got through that. That's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> i'll take it right Re- uh really quick
0: really quick and that's and i said 60 percent confidence in the secondary and that's because i need to see it i need to see i need right. to read these reports at training camp because a lot of as i wrote in the piece recently a lot of these defensive backs are in a proven year or they're going into their second year like Hobbs and merrick so we haven't seen a lot so they're in their early stages no. of development so you, they don't have that de facto number one guy who's a proven all pro all pro player but someone could step up and i'm willing to wait and see who that is gonna be this summer.
1: And that's what it comes down to. And that's what camp is great for. You know, sometimes you roll into camps and you're like, okay, you have a couple things you want to look at. But between the offensive line and the defensive back battles that are going to go on, and then the next position, which we're going to talk about on the next show next early next week, defensive line, right? So we kind of know what's happening at the edge, but what's going to happen on the inside? Are they going to be able to get a push? So there's, there's so many storylines. This Raider team, there's no doubt, everybody, that they're better. I I believe, I really do believe they're better overall, but there's question marks and how it's going to gel together and who's going to step up and become that alpha, become that starter is really fascinating to me. So we have lots to talk about uh, and we'll never run out of things to talk about because we like to talk as well. So (laughs) it works out good that way, right? Um, But Mo, we're going to talk defensive line uh, next time.
0: Because Raiders training camp will be right underway.
1: It'll be underway. So the next time you hear uh, our lovely voices, you will are, are, are sultry and very calming voices will be next week uh, as the Raiders roll into camp on the 18th. I know we're excited about it. I will be out there in Las Vegas. So I'll let you know how hot it is. And my, my face is melting off, I don't miss that, but uh, we'll be there to do it. Mo again, man, I appreciate it. Follow him at Twitter. M O E M O T O N also read his stuff. I mean, if you're not reading Mo, then you either are, are only like really positive fan co- content, which there's nothing wrong with. But Mo is an objective journalist. He writes about all NFL teams up on Bleacher Report, including the Raiders. And then over on Sports Not, he also writes about the Raiders. You got anything you want to tease before so people get ready to read the rest of this week?
0: Well, I'll put this out there. I had a piece on the most dominant player in each position. There's a yes. Raider on that list. I had uh, oh, yes, nine, both nine, both bo- bo- predictions for the twenty twenty two season. There's a Raider prediction on there. And I think fans will like that. I also have a piece coming out on guess who, Anthony Averett, who I talked about. Probably mentioned his name uh-huh. twenty five times on this show. <laughs> I'm also going to
1: release. Now I know why.
0: <laughs> exactly. I've been writing about. It. I've been doing my studies traffic, on. Them. And also, traffic. I'm going to release a a pre training camp depth chart, letting you know what fifty three guys, which fifty three guys I think will make the final roster.
1: Ah, just for the Raiders, or are you doing every NFL team because you're a glutton for punishment? Uh, just,
0: for the Ra- just for the Raiders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that, I'm going to uh, call Bleacher Report and say, are you working this guy too hard?
0: <laughs> hey, I, I, did, I actually did a depth chart for every team, but that came out, and I believe it was June. So
1: I was June, locked in my early depth. doing that, yes. I, I do remember yes. that, and and uh, mm-hmm. that's when you disappeared because you needed to go, like, on a mountain and just be by yourself after doing fi- all, all those rosters. I don't blame you. Uh, Mo, as always, my friend, it's a pleasure. We will talk to you uh, next week.
0: All right. Appreciate you guys. Uh,
1: all right. There you go, Mo Moten. I am Scott Cobranson. Follow me up on Twitter, at LV Also, SNB Today, SNB Today. Also, Silver and Black, the number two day on Instagram where you can find uh, stuff that we put up there, including videos and whatnot. Head over to our YouTube channel as well. You can subscribe. The show is also put up there if you'd like to watch us, uh, which uh, is always fun usually. Uh, But yeah, go do that. And don't forget the most important thing, subscribe to the podcast. We truly appreciate your support. As an Odyssey original podcast, that's how we judge how we're doing. Go up there, download it wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating. We thank you very much for that, Raider Nation. Until next time, be good to one another. We'll talk to you next week.